Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Three Under Par podcast. This is a golf podcast where little white ball is life. I'm your host, Scotty T, and I'm joined by KJ to my left and T-Bone on the far side. What's going on, boys? Living it. Chilling. Nice. T-Bone rocking the rope hat today. Oh, yeah. I like it. In honor of my boy, Sung Jay. (laughs) Sung JM comes away victorious at the Honda Classic. We're going to talk some Honda Classic on this episode. Some pretty good golf gossip as well. Stuff that came out today, as well as some stuff that came out on Sunday during the broadcast, which I was really excited to hear about, because it just stirs the pot, man. And that's what we want in golf gossip, right? KJ, you're finally back in studio. How's it feel to be back in Houston? Good. Solid. Nice. I know. (laughs) I know I don't have a great track record with the new job, uh, having me travel and everything, but I think we'll be all right. Okay. So let's talk some four ball before we get going into the Honda. Before we do that, hello to everybody out there on YouTube, new subscribers, because the last episode was the Bogey Brothers, which was awesome. Great episode with those guys. T-Bone and I sat down, interviewed with them, Bogey Smalls and Tupac Shakur, which is just phenomenal names. Great guys, great guys to deal with. That's awesome. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, there are, if you have a chance, go watch the interview or listen to the interview. Check out their YouTube channel as well, because it's really creative what they do with the music and it's just, they just have fun playing golf. They kept talking about their nicknames, and I was, I just said, yeah, I, I just wanted to be T-Bone. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> Thanks I for that input. That. <laughs> I remember it was like right before we started Like they have these badass nicknames that are very, like, pretty, pretty damn creative, and I'm just yeah, T-Bone. Like at this point, our names are pretty much already out there, but we're, at first we we're like, do we want to go by nicknames? Like... Especially KJ teaching at the time. He's like, K, not sure if I want my name associated yeah. with if I'm teaching junior golfers, which is totally understandable. And then KJ was just like, Kyle Johnson, KJ. I was like, Scott Terrell, T, Scott T. And then T Bone, he was just like, yeah, I want to go by T Bone. And KJ was like, out of right. right field, but it's stuck. Here we are. It's stuck. Here we are over a year later doing this podcast where golf is in full swing now. Honda Classic, Bay Hill next week. The players is two weeks from now. If that, like a week and a half, which is awesome. Masters right around the corner too. It's here, guys. Daylight Savings is next week. March 8th. March 8th <laughs> is golf season. <laughs> he He's got it. March 8th. Man. So, KJ, let's talk some South Texas four ball because you were out of town last week. I guess we talked about it a little bit. Has any uh, – man, just rough, rough across the board, but – more to come. Yeah, I hope we get to play more some to more come. of those events. That was that was a lot of fun. Um, I totally forgot that you called in last week. <laughs> I was thinking about <laughs> yeah, it, just like like we said earlier, I, I haven't been able to play any of those tournaments, and it was fun to actually have you know the format of you know yep. rules and regulations and all that kind of stuff. Putting the ball out. Yeah. Instead of giving ourselves uh, five feet by, <laughs> yeah. even though we we, we low key did that, where he'd be like. Like, say I was in for par, Kyle would have, like, a 20-foot birdie putt and be like, hey, Scott, is the next one good? Because we had our match that was going on. And I'd be like, yeah, sure, you know, give it a run at it. And then there were a couple times where I was like, man, I wish I wouldn't have given him that next one. I had some of those putts, like, further away from the hole than I already was. (laughs) Sure did. It was a good time. Yeah. Good time. Hopefully more to follow. There was one of the ones we had our eyeball on, potential scheduling conflict, mostly with me. We'll see. More to come. There's another. There's one on Lake Charles. I don't know if you saw that. 
Okay. Lake Charles. We can. Yeah. 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 We'll we'll go go later. So follow us on social media at three hundred par pod. That is number three three hundred par pod on Twitter and Instagram. If you like this, if you're watching on YouTube, click that subscribe button. Like this video as well. Comment below on what you thought of the Honda Classic this week as we discuss it. Tommy Fleetwood just lost. I have no other way to explain it, but that Tommy Fleetwood just lost. Did y'all have a chance to watch much of the Honda Classic I did. this weekend? I would have figured that T-Bone was in heaven. Guy out in the leads wearing a rope hat, so I'm sure he already loved that. And then got to be one of his favorites, Fleetwood's out there in contention, who I thought was just going to at least you know come in with that birdie on 17, hit a good shot mm-hmm. pretty much right over the flag, and then just pours it in. I bombs it down the middle on 18 and then just flares one out to the right like that's the one place you can't miss you can yank it dead left and still get up and down right and go into a playoff i thought for sure he was gonna at least get it to that front bunker get up and down which i think did make a good comment he was like or it's either him or i forgot who it was said that his natural ball flight is a draw so when you need to hit a cut when you're sitting 240 out sometimes you can start a little further right and then the ball moves because you're not used to hitting that cut shot so because i like to draw the ball so whenever i do try to hit that cut i do tend to start it a little further right than what i want and then it moves sometimes even more than i try to so but i can't move i can't work the ball like i used to not like those guys those guys are phenomenal on 18 i think a few things that really screwed over tommy was brennan Steele's hitting right before him and you want to talk about missing? <laughs> that was way out there. And, and if you hear the, if you hear Paul Azinger before he's about to hit, he goes, "This is his favorite club in the bag. Oh, he yeah. practices this shot, this specific shot. Like, let's see what he's got. <laughs> Thirty yards into the water, kiss of death. So you know, once you have that in your mind, you're kind of screwed over. And one thing people aren't talking about, I swear, I've watched the the second shot in the eighteen twice now, both times just a major. Get in the hole, uh, fan yelling in the middle of his backswing. And I hate, yep. I absolutely hate that this conversation is going to go back to this point. And I'm very scared to where this podcast is going to go. But it reminds me of Patrick Reed. Because if Patrick Reed was in that situation, he would be raising hell, giving all these damn excuses. And if you look at Tommy, he's pissed off, but he's like, whatever, I, you know, I hit a bad shot. And yeah. I, the first thing I thought of was, like, how is he not mad? Like, if Patrick Reed was in this situation, he'd burn down the course, and then it would cause a big uproar in golf media, and here we are. Yeah, there are, the no-laying-up guys on Twitter were, like, somebody yelled in the fan. It turns out somebody did yell, get in the hole, as Tommy was at the top of his backswing. He said it didn't. he didn't hear it, didn't affect it, but... See, Patrick would never in a million years say that. That's true. And that's why we hate Patrick Reed. Because he's like, <laughs> oh, it totally messed with me and threw me off. Tommy's like, yeah, I just hit a bad shot. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's a that's a tucked pin. Lake on the right. That's a hard golf shot in general. As you mentioned, KJ, there's a lot of room on the left. Yeah, the guy in the group before the McKenzie. McKenzie Hughes. Yeah, he, yeah. he yeah. ripped it. He rope hooked it into yeah. the, oh, dude, the cart path him. and had a chance to He finished you know, second. Yeah. To tie. Yeah. He uh he had a funny comment later. He's like, yeah, you know, that's what happens when you double cross it. Sometimes <laughs> usually got to pay for those kind of hookers, right, KJ? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Some- <laughs> Which is a, it's always an interesting debate too when somebody does hit a shot like that. It's eighteen, and that is a 
just got off a golf shot that Mackenzie Hughes hit. But because of the grandstands, it's not near as penalized as he gets because when he gets his free drop and all that stuff, he's sitting 77 yards out and has a perfect angle to that backed, tucked pin location, which as, which if there are no grandstands over there, he's probably sitting 100 yards further left and way more penalized. I don't know. Did Just the grandstands rules kind of suck, but I get it. Another thing about that whole tournament, or at least 18 on Sunday, the worst shot out of all of them was Sungjae. He oh, dumped yeah. it 90 yards in the front of the bunker. With a one-shot lead, 90 yards, and just yeah. But you see his sand be. shot? He almost freaking hold it. I know. Like He made up for it, but when I saw the chunked wedge from 90 yards, I thought that was a way bigger choke job than blasting it into the water. His yeah. tempo <laughs> out of the sand. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to say I'm a good golfer, but I think the best part of my game is my sand game around the greens. When you go up there, it's good. When you go up there and so slow and then go after it, what usually happens? Dump A. No, skull fucker 90 oh, yards. Yeah. And all he was looking at well, behind the, him was it's, water. It's either one or the other. Yeah. So the other one, you get up there and you slow down. That's when you get the dumpy, the yeah. D cell. When you get up there Jump and you get the quick, like that's got to be the worst tempo when you're just staring at a lake behind the hole. And he just. His golf swing perfect. looks like that too. Yeah. If any, for you guys watching, it's literally like. <laughs> what was that t-bomb what was that yeah i don't know it just scared the shit out of me i thought he was gonna try to play like a little dump and roll but then he went after it so yeah it was one of those moments where as soon as he duffed it i was like does anybody want to win this golf tournament like it is the the honda classic played at pj national in west palm beach florida i don't know it's somewhere sure. down in florida sounds good one of the toughest golf courses, I would say, on the PGA Tour. Year in and year out, I would probably say Riviera, PGA National, maybe, um, where's the, not the Wyndham, what's the one that Max Homa won? Quail Hollow? Yep. Yeah, those are probably one of the, th- the three hardest golf courses, in my opinion. I'm sure there are others out there, too. But point is that you're not seeing 20 under. What did Sung Jae M win? It's six under. Six under. How many tournaments on the golf? tour you see that happen? Exactly. So Never. the bear trap. I think the the reason why Sung Jae M won that tournament is because he went two under on the bear trap coming down the stretch. That shot that he hit on seventeen, stones. Yeah, stones. Even Mackenzie <laughs> Hughes did that. <laughs> he was like, yeah. Ugh. He he thought he flared it shot. too. You could kind yeah. of tell in his body English. He was kind of leaning like that. Mm-hmm. Carried Which, by like what twelve feet. Yeah. On that line. But just nails, which is incredible. So Sung Jae what was he? Corn Ferry Player of the Year two years ago. PJ Tour Rookie of the Year last year. He's 21 years old right now. Great showing at the President's Cup as well. The guy is not – he's not on many people's radar outside of the golf community or golf world, but I think he really should be. He's He lives and breathes golf. He doesn't even, like, own a home. Or an apartment or anything. He because he travels so much. Plays almost golf. every week. He plays every single week. Yeah, he's 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 Mister Steady Eddie. We've talked about this before. He is consistently up there. If you want to put somebody top twenty five all year, I don't see him missing many top twenty fives. No, he's great, and I think it's also really good because well, it's, he's probably one of the first South Korean males that has the potential to be a number one player in the world type talent. And type player 
because their women have dominated the women's golf game. The dominated. South Koreans had just dominated. Uh, sorry to all the Americans out there, but they are crushing it. Usually they are Hank Haney. <laughs> no, I, look, look, these are facts. He doesn't even know if we're talking about the good or the bad South Korea. <laughs> Korea so just uh, don't let him see, hit you here. Not right? a geography guy. Scat. Anyways, Which continue. one is the good one? Don't put me on the spot like this. <laughs> I'm going to go south. <laughs> that is correct. But yeah, I mean, really, though, I mean, he is that good. He's 21 years old, winning out of course like the Honda. Great President's Cup showing. He, and every year he's getting better. Corn Ferry Player of the Year. PGA Tour Rookie of the Year. Now he's a winner on the PGA Tour. Things are just going to keep progressing. And look, I'm not saying he's going to win a major or anything this year. But in the next probably three years, sure. I don't see why not. He's got every bit of, he's every bit as talented as anybody out there. And uh, I'm not going all in. I'm not pushing the chips all in on him yet. But uh, if you're going to buy stock in the player that's really under the radar and it's probably a, at a low point, He's the guy to buy stock into. Well, just from a three under par pod perspective, it's got the rope hat, it's got the center shafted putter. That's that's two out of the three. Yeah, there you go. I mean, that's what that's some good quality right there. I'll sign off on it. <laughs> yes. Uh, is there anything else that really stuck out for you on the Honda? There's one other thing I wanted to bring up, but that's kind of more golf gossipy than anything. Uh, I mean, big congrats, big congrats to Sung J M. It was interesting. Whenever I pulled up the leaderboard on Sunday, I didn't really have a chance to watch it until Sunday. It looked like the European invasion. The Euros were at the top of the leaderboard. Luke Donald, haven't seen him much out there anymore. Lee Westwood, obviously Tommy Fleetwood as well. And Tommy Fleetwood, he came out firing, man. You know, a couple birdies in the first few holes. I remember thinking, he's got this in the bag. Sure enough, PJ National shows its teeth. It's just, and it's one of those slow bleed out effects. A lot of bogey here, bogey there, but then... Guys in the group in front of you make a few birdies. Some other notables, Mackenzie Hughes, we touched on him. Just coming out of nowhere for the, for the tie second. Daniel Berger. He's That's been, a name we hadn't said in a while. He's been playing some pretty good golf, though. Like He's had three top ten finishes this year at the Waste Management and at, I want to say Riviera, but I could be wrong. I don't think this will show me right now. Dang FedEx ad. You know, I really don't like the FedEx Cup playoff previews in march but that's neither here nor there let's see another i don't don't have that another side note poor luke donald getting announced on i think sunday (laughs) next on the (laughs) tee the 2016 honda classic champion and he won in like 2014 and they said luke mcdonald got the year wrong (laughs) and his name wrong (laughs) did they really did everything but threw up during his introduction that's that's tough. That's tough. Yeah, I don't know what to say more about Luke Donald. People are always gonna remember Luke Donald as former world number one. I feel like I feel like that's gonna be his legacy. Probably the and how worst. How did he get there? Probably the worst world number one of all time. I didn't realize that Lee Westwood used to be world number one too. We should do like a segment one time of former world number ones and where are they now? Yeah. Like Bernhard Langer was the first. I know that that's actually a fun fact. He was the first ever. World number one in the official World Golf Rankings when they came out. I think it was 1986, if I'm not mistaken. But that's new to people over there. Let's go golf gossip. It involves the Honda Classic. Our man, Paul Azinger. Low-key roasted Tommy Fleetwood on this. So, Tommy Fleetwood, what's y'all's opinion on Tommy Fleetwood? Just in general. Because uh, I was looking back. I actually picked him for the PGA Championship. 
I'm pretty proud of that one because it seems like he's starting to figure something out a little bit, even though he didn't win this week. But what's y'all's just opinions on Tommy Fleetwood starting off? I know you got a little bit more on your boy Fleetwood, so I'll go ahead and just keep it quick here. Um, I I love the guy. One, a little iffy on the flow. Really? Um, definitely. I mean, he's got a great flow. Is it great for golf? I don't know. Don't really care too much. But I think he's probably one of the most chill human beings I've ever seen on the golf course. I don't think I've ever seen him throw a club. Never seen him cuss. Really never shout or anything. I've never seen him just get worked up or upset over anything. The worst thing I've ever seen him do is take his hat off and just brush those goldish (laughs) long locks. That's pretty much it. I mean, it's hard hard to not like the guy, even if he's killing your USA Ryder Cup team. Yeah. Which he did. Well, no kidding. First ever person to go 5-0? No, 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 no. That was uh, Molinari. Molinari. But the Mollywood team yeah. was just unstoppable. I will say I think the hype form is dying down quickly because he was the Ryder Cup hero. And then what are you shooting at US Open? He has a 63 at Shinnecock. Sounds right. I believe. When yep. that all that was kind of happening, I was like, this guy's the real deal. But... Now he can't win the Honda Classic. But overall, I love him. Big Tommy fan. Yeah? Yeah. So. Tommy lad. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of hard not to like. Gotta love the flow. Oh, my goodness. I just pulled up his Wikipedia page. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> goodness. He has. Show the camera. That is For the brutal. camera out there, go look up Tommy Fleetwood on his Wikipedia page. <laughs> Okay, I want short I hair. 100% approve the flow now because <laughs> that is not a good look. So, Tommy Fleetwood has eight professional wins. Interesting. He is currently 18th in the world. His highest world ranking has ever been is nine. I think he's a little bit better than that, in my opinion. Maybe, so that's interesting what you say about the Ryder Cup hype because, dude, at the Ryder Cup, he was, un- he was, un- he was unstoppable. He couldn't be stopped. Uh, played really well at the US Open. The knock on him right now, though, is that he has not won a PJ Tour event. And Paul Azinger brought that up in the broadcast. And here's what he said. He said, these guys know you can win all you want on the European Tour, the international game and all that, but you have to win on the PGA Tour. They all know that, and I think Tommy knows that, and it puts a little pressure on Tommy. But this is where they want to be. They want to be here and prove that they can make it at this level. Shots at Tommy Fleetwood, shots at the European Tour as well. I don't know if that was necessarily intended, what Paul Azinger was saying there. But what are y'all thoughts on that, man? Because obviously we're biased. We are Americans here, so we'll preface that. But what you got, KJ? Paul Azinger is... Like a low key, nobody will ever touch Johnny Miller's throwing shade at people. Like Johnny Miller <laughs> would mean something, process it, and still say it out loud over the broadcast, no matter how mean it sounded. Azinger, I think he has those thoughts and he processes it and he kind of, you know, cloudies it to where it doesn't sound as bad, but he kind of low key doesn't give a shit either. He kind of just calls it as he sees it. He's just not as brash as Johnny Miller. He, he uses, or at least yesterday, or yesterday, he used the exact same Johnny Miller line, which is, that's, he's like, the shot, that shot was just pure nerves. And that was a classic Johnny Miller line. 
So like yeah. nerves is basically like And he really choked there. You choked, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah nobody ever says the C word, the choke yeah. word. And Johnny Miller is really known for being probably one of the first people to say that. Yeah. I would say. But uh Ian Poulter. Well, first off, to Paul Azinger's point, Tommy Fleetwood still didn't win this week. He hit a the shot that he needed to hit when he needed to make birdie on 18, the clutch shot, he sliced it into the water. And now, I don't think still, though, I don't know how the phrase is. Tommy Fleetwood is a really, really, really good player. I'm surprised he hasn't won on the PGA Tour yet. But the way that he dominated the Ryder Cup and the way that he has competed at major championships in the past, there's no doubt about his talent and that really it's only a matter of time, in my opinion, until he gets a win. So what are you telling me? Are you telling me, let's go last year's winner, Keith Mitchell won last year's event. You're telling me that Keith Mitchell is in a more accomplished golfer than Tommy Fleetwood? False. I don't buy it. Yeah, you, it's a matter you of time. He's there. He's got all the tools. Objectively, that logic doesn't hold up. But there's something to it. But I, I don't know. It's a, it's a double-edged side coin where I probably disagree with Azinger more. But I see what he was saying, if that makes sense. Yeah. Some of these guys, I think when they win for the first time, like Keith Mitchell, Lanto Griffin, those guys, it's almost like a – freak out-of-body performance when guys like Tony Finau and Fleetwood are more consistently better and I think they well, Tony have... Finau only has one PJ Tour. Has he two. won? He oh, has I didn't think he won. He won the Puerto Rico Open so that was an off-week event because there's a WGC <laughs> okay, that week. Sure if that counts. <laughs> so we'll give you a half of a win? No, nah, we'll, we'll give it the full I one. think there's something about like when you're like a kind of a no-name and you win it's almost an unconscious performance. When the guys that are there a little more consistently, maybe there's yeah. more pressure. You kind of know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like a one-and-done type thing as opposed to guys there more consistently. I hope not for Tony, but I think I think Flutewood has – he's fine. As long it's, as he doesn't let all that shit get in his head like, oh, and it pressure him that he's got to get his first win, I, I think that win will come to him. I think it's the same thing. Like It's almost comparing – the regular season to majors, like Danny Willett has won the Masters and Ricky Fowler has not won a major. It's the same thing. He's always there. It's more pressure. Well, Ricky Fowler and, won the players. So. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, he got, does have yeah. one major under his belt. <laughs> yeah. So. Yes. Which, I think it's a similar situation when you're there more frequently and you haven't gotten there. Right. It's a self-induced pressure. When a guy like Danny Willett just pulls a green jacket out of his ass. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Ian Poulter chirped back at Paul Azinger. He said, I like Azinger a lot and get on and get along with him great. But, Paul, please do not condescend or disrespect the European Tour and our players like that. We have slapped your arse in the Ryder Cup for so long. I know you have captain to win, but seriously, that was embarrassing today. To his point, Paul Azinger is a winning Ryder Cup captain. On the American side, that doesn't happen very often. So, but Ian Poulter, one of the greatest, probably Ryder Cup players maybe ever. That's such a shame. I hate him so and much. He sucks. He can barely win on the PGA Tour. But so, yeah, it's to your point, T-Bone, it's what's your measuring stick? What do you put the most value in? A guy like Colin Montgomery also dominated in the Ryder Cup. But people don't consider him one of the best players of all time either. 
So that's actually what you bring up earlier transitions me to a little bit. Well, first off, to put a bow on Paul Azinger, he responded back and said, I wasn't trying to be malicious. I didn't mean to disrespect anybody, but professional golfers choke for two things, cash and prestige, and the PGA Tour has the most of both. So I understand that. Before we do transition, I just got to touch on it again. Danny Willett won the Masters. All right, let's move on. (laughs) Next. (laughs) Next. So hypothetical slash question for y'all. Is Tommy Fleetwood the European version of Ricky Fowler? Mm. That's a great question. I I mean. Yeah, shout out to my fiance on that one. She asked me that last night. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I got to bring that up on the pod. Is Tommy Flea with the European version of Ricky Fowler? Not, not yet. Ricky Fowler has five PGA Tour wins under his belt, including a Players' Championship. Tommy Fleawood has five European Tour wins under his belt. Probably most notably is the French Open that he won, which might be comparable to the Players' Championship. Good looking. Uh, very marketable. Is he good looking? He's what, talking what? about the win. Well, I'm, t- I'm saying just both both guys are very marketable type guys. Okay. Um, is Tommy Fleetwood the European version of Ricky Fowler? KJ, what you got? No, no, T-Bone as the golf gossip guy. What you got there? I'm going to give Ricky a little more credit than Fleetwood. He's been around a little longer. Um, That's because we got to see him come up through college. Still, how long have you known about Tommy Fleetwood? I've known about him for like maybe two or three years. Yeah, but Ricky, I mean, I've known about for. If we were in Europe, don't you think we would have probably heard of him? Yeah, but as Paul Azinger said, the PGA Tour is. <laughs> so I think that's pretty comparable. I, I think pretty close. My initial reaction was like, eh. huh? Like, so we got can... we got to be biased because like if it's hey go hang out with Ricky Fowler and play around or Tommy Fleetwood, I mean I know who I'd pick. It's Big Dick Rick all day. <laughs> yes, for sure. It also probably doesn't help with us. Every other commercial is Ricky. Gosh, Lee. Was it? I saw something that, like, how many hours he records commercials. It's like, no wonder he hasn't won a major yet. He's recording <laughs> all these commercials for Rocket Mortgage and for Travelers. Or which, Being that whoever fake caddy. What was that for? Remember I think that was Travelers. Travelers? That was a good commercial. What was the one that just came out where it's like, hey, guys, we're going to play through oh, real yeah. quick? And it's like, yeah. the guy takes his time. What, what, which one is that? I don't know. I don't know either, dude. It's all. And then he does ads for tailor-made golf balls when he's a huge Cobra and Puma guy. I I get what you're saying. It's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because he switched to the tailor-made ball last year. He played the Pro V1 first. Then, yeah, dude, Ricky, where's he been? He won waste management last year, but big goose egg. After 2014, he finished top five in every single major. He's had a couple of good showings since, but really, as this, I, I don't know. I, I just I'm, don't know. I'm actually going to go back. The Players is not a French Open. Is the Players a bigger deal? Hell yes. <laughs> not even close. Okay. I'm going to give Rick a little more of a leg up, even if I'm biased. And if I'm actually being unbiased, there's no way Fleetwood's in that many commercials in Europe. Not a shot in hell. I guess really what Maybe I'm from a this, golf perspective, yes. That's what I'm asking. From a golf perspective, 
is Tommy Fleetwood more like Ricky Fowler? I think it's yeah, it's, pretty close. I can't make an argument really against that. Both have the same amount of wins on their respective tours. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood has had a better showing in the Ryder Cup, but Ricky has won probably a bigger event in the Players' Championship. I don't know. Very interesting question. What do you think? Comment below. <laughs> All right, T-Bone, there's another golf gossip that you wanted to bring up. What you got? Yeah, this. Uh, I feel like our stories this year aren't picking up as much steam as last year. We had some good stuff last year. It but was like gifted to us from the gods, <laughs> from the golf gods last year. It was good. Year. Yes. Um, but continuing on golf gossip, DJ's officially out of the Olympics. So I think it's top four players per country. Right. And he's officially out. So probably would have been pretty close if not already in or qualified for the Olympics. But, um, it's funny the, I guess, is this the second golf Olympics? Right. So the first yes. one was the Zika virus. Yep. And, and no one played. And now it's the Corona. Is that why he backed out for his stated? Or was it more of a scheduling conflict that... Actually, I think it was. More of a he scheduling was conflict? Said, he said he was going to focus on the FedEx Cup. But I was just thinking coronavirus. Well, hey, that's... We'll blame it on Corona, though. Yeah. If it I could am, be. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. DJ's never won the FedEx Cup, right? I don't no, think so. Justin Thomas. Do you think DJ really cares about the FedEx Cup, though? It's Justin Thomas and Sung JM. Wait, what? Yeah. Look it up. He's talking about has he ever won, has he ever the, won the FedEx Cup? Cup. Oh, I thought you were talking about points right now. No, no, no. I don't give yeah. a shit about points right now. Nobody <laughs> yeah. cares. And that's the thing, like, in the broadcast, they, they talk about the FedEx Cup so much and, like, I don't give a shit. It's March. I'll probably start caring in July, right before the I'll, playoffs. I'll care two weeks before Yeah. the final tournament. Like, not even – people don't even really care in the first leg of the playoff. What is that, the Northern Trust? Mm-hmm. Maybe the BMW people start caring because it's like, oh, will he make it to Eastlake? What's interesting is leading up to the Northern Trust is the guys on that 125 cut line – because it literally goes back and forth. And you know what? That is literally job security for those guys. So, yeah, that's a really big deal. But I don't care if Sung JM is in second or Justin Thomas is in first. Like, it's going to be a sliding door. I think Lonto Griffin is still in the top five. And that's only because he won the Houston Open. See ya, buddy. Great. Like, he's got job security for the next couple of years because he won. He, all due respect to Lonto Griffin, I don't think he's going to make it to East Lake. I could be wrong. And Lonto, please prove me wrong, because that would be great, I guess. But anyway. Who was the other guy that proved us wrong, who almost won the U.S. Open? The glove? No. Oh. The Asian the... guy. Oh, Who goodness. won uh, Byron Nelson, and then almost won the U.S. Open. Sung Kang? Yep, Sung oh, Kang. Sung <laughs> Kang, yeah. Oh, gosh. I think Tima said something like, there's no way in hell that Sung Kang is going to win the PGA Championship at Bethpage, and he finished, like, top five. <laughs> Yeah, I want to say I was. said I would do something like ridiculous if you won the U.S. Open, but or, yeah. yeah. Did we PGA. ever get? Did we ever get our uh, payment or our wager from? I don't think no. so. Beating the over uh, Yeah. No, I didn't. What you got mm. on that T-bone? Any ideas, KJ? No, not really. We'll just like a sleeve of balls. We haven't been together in a while. You've been kind of yeah. 
So I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. We don't want to be too mean. We all need to play golf together soon, though. One round of golf, he has to drink as much as you and I combined. Hmm. Hmm. That sounds scary. <laughs> hey, we got to do the draft for the Austin weekend festivities. I still don't know anybody going on this trip, so <laughs> <laughs> I might as well just exactly, th- exactly. throw darts at a dartboard blindly. I, I can give you like a golf skill level if everybody's going to be there. Are, are you going to be the other guy picking? Yeah. So you're us. not going to be truthful at all. <laughs> I can tell exactly what's going to happen. Maybe. I'm going to get up with half a team and they're going to be like, I don't know if I'm right-handed or left-handed. You want to give some Thanks, background guy. on this? <laughs> to the audience? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so my bachelor party is coming up in a few weeks, end of the month. We're going to the Dell match play. And we're going to go play golf on Friday. So I'm thinking, because it's the amount of people that are going, we're going to probably have three foursomes. The course has been locked down, I'm pretty sure. Yes, course has been locked down. T-Bone has been helping out. Of course, my playing. best man on that. Shout out to Garza, friend of the best pod. Best man on the, okay. <laughs> yeah, Garza's that's best man. To me. Okay, good. Yeah, he's a friend of the pod. He's been on the show before. Yep. He uh, actually kind of low-key booked him for our Masters pool next or whenever we do our Masters preview. He'll come in. We'll break nice. down the odds. What course are we playing? Falcon Head. In okay. Austin. Okay. All right. Never been there, but you were there not too long ago. Said it was a good time, right? Yeah. Good course. Phenomenal. Uh, it's going to be about 12 guys. So I was thinking we do like a draft, all three of us, on, and then have like a match that's, that we do. Uh, I don't know what we're going to play for or anything like that, but we'll, we, we can figure that out later. But a lot of these guys went to Baylor with me and Scaff. So KJ has no idea who these guys are. And I'm sure you'll uh, give me all of so the that's why, details. So I was thinking of us doing a draft of all four. And I get first because, pick. Well, I was, well, that's the thing. I think KJ should get first pick because he doesn't know any are you of the gonna, guys. Are you going to give me any shit on these guys or no? Because if you don't, I should get the first two if I'm blind picking. <laughs> I mean, based on the guys that are going, you can just probably tell based off of the clubs that they bring. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think we do the draft like for, on the podcast, and then we show up. And the team's already decided. This sounds fucking okay. terrible. <laughs> oh, that'll be good. I like T-Bone's idea where I at least get to look at the guys in their clubs. I think a few guys might show up without clubs. I don't think they own a set of Great. clubs. <laughs> I really hope I don't pick them. Or, okay, so you'd rather wait till we get out there as opposed to like do it live yeah. on the pod? I mean, we Let's get out there about Friday. I'll, I'll try to get out there what? early. Preset teams could be fun. Let's That's what I'm saying. Let's preset teams. It. Okay, I will give you an honest assessment of everybody's golf game in advance. Let's. Is everybody getting there Thursday night? Most uh, probably Friday morning. Okay. Let's all get there. Let's have lunch or something. Have some drinks. It's a one o'clock tea time. Okay. We're gonna have a, we're brunch. Gonna have a lot of drinks. Yeah, brunch. <laughs> have a brunch. few drinks. No clubs. Just everybody at the table, and then we'll pick from there. That's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. All right. That's all I got. Is there anything else that y'all want to add for this week in golf? Bay Hill next week. T-Bone, looks like something on your mind, man. Um, I did have a golf marathon this Saturday, which I don't normally do. Oh, and man. How was that? Tell us about it. It was good. I played tipped out Cypress Wood Traditions, which is pretty long. It's like 76, isn't it? 72. Then really? I played... I thought, I thought it was way longer than that. Golf Club of Houston tipped out. Two club wind. Holy shit. Did you break 100? Yeah. Shot 84. I shot, played what? 36 what? holes. Okay, wait, what? wait, wait. Tell us what you shot last week. I don't think 90. KJV's. Yep. He shot 90 last week. 
Where? At Houston National. Wow. My nines, so I played 36 holes. My nines were 42, 42, 42, 42. Coming from Mr. Consistency over here. What? Maybe he's getting it back. It's all all that shit we've been talking about, how he shoots between 71 and 90. Yeah. Watch out. Thank you. Watch Ready? out. Maybe we shouldn't let Did him pick first. Did you practice this week? No. Because uh, you were pretty no. upset last week when you yeah. came in. You're just like, you're like, I am so motivated to go play golf. Like He's like, I shot fucking 90. <laughs> <laughs> it's over my range. <laughs> That's true, because he's a 71 to 89. Yep. It's expanding. Mm-hmm. It's expanding. <laughs> Lower and higher. <laughs> Lower and oh, higher. Oh, goodness. Man. Well... Okay. Well, did you have fun? Yeah, it was fun. Good time? It's great. Yeah. I was up in College Station playing. Uh, go- top golf on Saturday, potentially? Is that, is that happening? Can't go. Game time decision? Yeah. Wait, you can't go? No, I got a junior playing lesson this morning. I thought you weren't teaching lessons anymore. I'm not. It's for enjoyment. Okay. <laughs> I can't I'm say just, I'm accepting money because then I can't play any tournaments. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a good point. <laughs> Not accepting any money. Helping a friend a friend. That's right. Yes. All right, it's helping out a friend. Next week is Bay Hill. Uh, notably, he's not playing in it. Mr. Tiger Woods. He's not playing in Bay Hill. Which he has won that thing eight times? It's his place, man. Is it eight or it's either seven or eight? I want to say eight. I could be wrong. Somebody fat check me on that. But Mr. Tiger Woods, uh, it's always good homage to Mr. Arnold Palmer, who's no longer with us. R.I.P. Uh, All time logo. Love that logo. I just hope it's a fun event. I don't know too much about Bay Hill, the actual golf course, but uh, it always produces a pretty good champion. Uh, last year, Francesco Molinari won when he made that bomb. On 18, if y'all remember that. Was that last year? That's kind of the most iconic thing is Tiger making bombs almost every year that he won. He made a phenomenal put on 18 that he needed to make. Yep. Especially over Phil Mickelson. Yep. Somebody like that. It's phenomenal. Great times. Uh, so Bay Hill next week. Players is two weeks from now. I will not be going this year. Very sad. But last time I went, I slept in a Denny's. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I remember talking about that. Story. That's awesome. That's a true story. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I want to go back and listen to the RF Players <laughs> episode from last year. I dove deep into it. So we're not sleeping out of Denny's this time, which is a beautiful thing. <laughs> Still can't believe we did that. that. March last year was just a rough month between that and the Denver trip. <laughs> Good all right, stuff. this is getting off the rails. That's all I got. Follow us on social media at 3 on pod, Twitter and Instagram. DMs are open. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, let us know. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, thanks for sticking with us. Bogey Brothers interview last week was awesome. Give that video a like. Give this video a like. Comment below on what your thoughts were on the Honda Classic. What did Paul Azinger do? What were your thoughts on the Paul Azinger comments? Did you take offense to it? Or do you care, really? Or does Paul Azinger have a point? Because low-key, I think he has a point. I even tweeted that out. I was like, Tommy Fleetwood kind of proved Azinger's point on that shot on 18. That he has, it's, it, bottom line, it's tough to win on the PGA Tour. And objectively, I think the talent level is better on the PGA Tour than it is on the European Tour. 
but the but the top guys on the European tour are just as good as the top guys on the PGA tour. So it's still hard to win on both tours, but who knows? Tommy Fleetwood, my pick for the PGA Championship. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. If you're going to write a, re- write a review, write it on Apple Podcasts. That way we know we see it. Next week also, fellas, we got a guest that is going to be calling in. Who's that? I'm going to tease this guest. It's a clothing line apparel. Oh. Oh, yeah. The clothing Shit, line nice. apparel. I'm just going to tease right now. I don't know how we pulled this one off, but I'm proud of us. Just teasing. <laughs> Because nothing's set in stone until the audio is recorded. But they're set to come on next week. Uh, the tease is the shirt I'm wearing right now, actually. <laughs> We're going to get out of here. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate you. Subscribe, Raverville. Drill. You know the drill. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. And remember, Little White Ball is life. <laughs> Gotta shut that shit off.